everyone, and welcome to another episode of Just in the Food Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm Justin Mazzaro. I'm your host. That's B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. And you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Just in the Food Entrepreneurs Podcast. Um, we've been away for a while. Um, not many episodes the last three weeks during COVID being on lockdown. But I have a special treat for everyone today. My lovely, amazing, and beautiful and definitely better looking half, Deborah Micus, is back in the studio. How are you doing today, Deborah? I'm good. Thanks for having me. It's been a while since we've done this, so I'm excited. She just came into the studio to get her daily flattery. <laughs> it is very nice to be flattered all the time, so thank you. So, Deborah, what are we talking about today? Well, today we have some really exciting news, and I'm glad I get to be part of it. Um, so as you all know, we were going to be hosting a summit previously and because of COVID and whatnot, we had to cancel it. And so we have it back on the books. We have a new date and so it will be October 21st and 22nd. And an added bonus is that not only will it now be for food and beverage entrepreneurs, but it's also going to be for the general public. So we've kind of expanded the concept and um, turning it into multiple events all at one venue. So um, with COVID still being a concern out there, we're having it at this beautiful orchard uh, in Milledgeville, Georgia. And so lots of space for everyone to come on out. There's going to be live music. There's going to be all sorts of events going on. So, you know, maybe we could take a little bit and break it down for them, Justin. <laughs> Tell them about the parts that are for businesses and maybe the parts that are for the public. And and so you want to give them a little debut and reminder of some of what the business opportunities are? Yeah. So we wanted to make sure that we continued with the summit in the way that we did it before, but we wanted to include it and make the events fun. And we had a lot of feedback from the audience and people that listen to the podcast or people that have signed up for tickets. Um we did um, get up to 600 tickets. Um, now that we've rescheduled, we've sort of come down and people are starting to get tickets again. But those of you who have tickets, we've honored them. Uh, those of you who have um, canceled your tickets, you can always still get more. So that's a pretty important fact. But anyway, we had a chance to redo it and rethink it and make it safer, like Deborah mentioned. And so we're going outside with it. And I think... You know, we have some plans, at least hopefully, um, that'll go through. And the most important part, I think, is the dates. Um, October 21st and 22nd is the dates, which means what? It means that uh, depending on who you are, uh, well, actually, really, everyone's included, whether you're a family and you wanted to come out and enjoy the day or days, uh, there'll be a farmer's market, there'll be local businesses, there'll be artisan uh, food entrepreneurs and beverage entrepreneurs there, there'll be craft breweries there. Um, and then if you're a business, there are opportunities for you to attend uh, different seminars where there'll be speakers, uh, there'll be ways to collaborate with other entrepreneurs. And um, if you are so inclined, you can also compete in some competitions. And so uh, why don't you tell them about those? Oh, I like those. Well, we'll get into the whole thing there. But I think one of the most important facts is it's Halloween. <laughs> yes, it is. And so for any of you who might not know, Milledgeville, Georgia uh, is has the old Central State campus. And it used to house uh, mental 
outpatient hospitals. And so it was abandoned a long time ago, and it is now considered one of the most haunted places in the U.S. So it should make it quite festive for this Halloween season. So why not combine food and Halloween and Halloween costumes and trick-or-treating and let's have fun, right? For sure. Lots of it. So let's talk about the first thing. So basically now the Food and Beverage Entrepreneur Summit is basically five events in two days. The main event is the Centurion Battalion, we're now calling it. And that's the Food Entrepreneur Leadership Series, which is still free, just like when everyone signed up for the tickets before. Those tickets were free. We are going to do that for free. But we are going to go outdoors with it. We're going to go with an open-air tent. We're going to bring the stage outside. That way we have spacing. We can watch out for social distancing. And we can have air movement outside without worrying about um, risks and stuff like that. So we're trying to eliminate most of those. But let's talk about the um, the Centurion Battalion and what really the Food Entrepreneur Leadership Series is going to be. You know, so let's go through the details first. I mean, the tickets are free and everyone can find them on Eventbrite. If anyone wants to find tickets to any events, um, go on Eventbrite and look up the Food and Beverage Entrepreneur Summit and you'll find all the information on there. I think it's also important to note that all the different aspects of this event that we're talking about, they can all, tickets are available. They're all free. It's more just so we can have a head count and keep everyone safe. But um, all of them will be under the same event bright. And then again, searching for the Food and Beverage Entrepreneur Summit. So we're going to kind of take you through a variety of different uh, events that will be happening on these two days. And so just so there isn't any confusion, they can all, all these tickets can be found in the same location. Yeah, so I think that's one of the things we want to make sure everyone does register because with COVID, heaven forbid there were anything, we want to be able to contact people. We don't expect that to happen, but we are taking precautions. It is a fun time, and we're, we're going to take all the precautions, and we'll announce all the proper precautions if masks are needed and, and what it looks like. But with the amount of space we have, the amount of vendors we're hoping to have total, I think we're looking at enough social distancing in the in the park and um, encouraging people to bring their own lawn chairs if they're the public and set up their own spacing in the pecan orchard for live music. So we're going to encourage a lot of those things. But let's get back to this Centurion Battalion, um, the Food Entrepreneur Leadership Series we're putting on under the tents. That's the same thing again that we did before. That is free. That is a limited number of spaces. We are capping it at 600 people again. So we're going to do that for a few reasons. One is is because the judging that's going to take place there, they're going to talk about in a little bit. But the second reason is is um, we feel that it's we can only house so many people for underneath a tent, and in order to keep the numbers safe, we're going to keep it at six hundred for that event. Right. And so just, you know, for the record, when we were doing this back in June, uh, we did sell out. So if you're interested, you know, while the number seems somewhat high for an event, it's also not very high and we did sell out. So if you're interested and this sounds like fun to you, any part of this, be sure to, you know, jump online and get your tickets. Yeah, I think, and I think you're going to want to be a part of it because this particular part, if you're a food and beverage entrepreneur, basically what we've done is we've taken a lot of the lessons that we've learned um, through the podcast, the interviews. Deborah and I have spent hours. We're on this is episode number one sixty two, and so 
Um, that's 162. So we spent a lot of time. We've experimented. We've tried Motivational Mondays. We've done a lot of interviews. We spent a lot of time on it. We've launched a leadership um, battalion by the same name um, to try to do this. And it just makes sense now to incorporate it into food and give a space for food and beverage entrepreneurs to have sort of their own society to lead their businesses and lead forward and grow their businesses. So that's where the Centurion Battalion sort of fits into this picture um, and why we're adding it to the summit. So it's going to take all the lessons we've learned. It's going to have some cool speakers and people that have familiarity. It's going to have some regular speakers that everyone will join in. And then we're going to do some electives too and talk about things like clean label and procurement and what it's like to collaborate with a farmer directly um, as well as collaborating with one another for marketing opportunities or opportunities for sales or opportunities to work on a product together. So there's going to be a lot of cool things that we've sort of heard feedback on or learned from the podcast that I think is cool. Um, Again, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, we're providing all of it for all of those 600 guests. Again, why we're capping it, we're giving it away. So we're going to we're going to take on the expenses of the tent, of the equipment, of this stuff because we want to continue to give back to the food and beverage entrepreneurs that have supported the podcast and supported us. So this particular sub-event in the Food Entrepreneur Leadership Series I think is important for anyone who wants to start taking their business to the next level. You know, what does it look like to clean your labels? What does it look like to, you know, build your business and brand on social media? What does it look like to build your personal brand, to build your brand on social media? These are some of the questions and the topics we're going to be answering. And there's a lot of food and beverage entrepreneurs that are in this space that are doing very well um, and have a lot of advice to give and, and are sort of going to lead this conversation. For sure. And so, you know, this also has come about, uh, if we go back in time, I mean, throughout all of those interviews, um, one of the repeated themes that we have uh, in, you know, after we get off our calls is everyone kind of being like, how can we get to meet everyone else? And so that's really what brought about this summit in the first place. So it's super exciting to have this and to have an opportunity for all of the people who have been hosts on the show or even listeners who have listened in who just really enjoy the artisan entrepreneur, you know, food entrepreneur, uh, to be able to have an opportunity to really kind of bring that to the public and also for these uh, entrepreneurs to be able to meet one another. So we're super excited about that. Yeah, I can't, couldn't agree more. I think it's just a way for people to truly come together and learn from one another and build an accountability circle or build um, sort of an advisory group that helps you and holds you accountable that's also in food or, you know, even people that are in your same type of food that may help be able to help you in some way and things like that. So I think what we're looking for here is our advantages together as a group. Um, and our advantage is to collaborate with one another and build one another up versus thinking of things as so competitive. Yes, are we competitive? Of course. But I think part of it is how can we collaborate and, and really build a business together and particularly as a group and, and, and help one another. And maybe the Centurion Battalion and this concept grows beyond the summit. But I think for now, this is a way for us to, to come to everyone and get everyone together and see what happens organically and how it grows. I'm super excited for it. I feel like this is something we've been being asked for for a while. And uh, I was so excited for when June was going to come. And unfortunately, we had to postpone. But, you know, I think getting to do this over Halloween on this campus is going to be a lot of fun. And I think it'll be great even for the kids who get to come out and trick or treat and whatnot. So 
Um, so let's tell them about the other parts. No, I mean, but, and I'm going to be speaking. <laughs> so there is that. So yes. there's going to be speaking. And I promise everyone this, I will have a different costume <laughs> and a different pair of shoes and a different outfit for every time I speak. So that will be pretty fun. <laughs> I can't wait to see what you pick. I know it's going to be awesome. Am and I so, going to get to know? I don't know. We'll have to decide whether Deborah's going to know or not. It depends on me more podcasts. Deborah is a co-host on <laughs> I before have to we get up this. to it. Yeah, you got to okay. earn it by being All on right. the podcast. Okay, I can do that. All right. So, what's the next event? What's the next two sub events? Well, so the next two sub events are. Well, do you want to go into the contests, or do uh, you want to go into the farmers market? Let's do the farmers market okay. first. Okay. So the next thing is there's we're going to be having a farmers market, and so there's this beautiful pecan orchard, and so there's a way that we can kind of enclose it. Um, and make it so that we can have different vendors come on out. And so we're going to have places where, whether you're a food or whether you're a microbrew, we're going to have kind of angles for both those types of groups to come out. So I think it's important because what we're looking for here is <clears throat> for people to come in, you know, in an ideal world, these these whoever comes in and wants a farmer's market booth you're not entering the contest so i want you to keep an open mind before you jump off the podcast because you're so excited about our farmer's market and sign up for a booth i need you to hold on i want you guys to pause and listen to the whole podcast before you make a decision on how you're gonna um choose to spend your two days um and possibly three days because we're looking at an event on tuesday night as well for everyone sort of a gathering um, for anyone who's going to the actual um, Food Entrepreneur Leadership Series piece. Um, but on that note, what I'm saying is what we're trying to do is bring everyone together and give everyone an opportunity to sort of display their products. In an ideal world, these farmer's markets goods would be all oriented towards Halloween. What are Halloween treats? You know, what are things that the kids might buy? Because we're going to have trick-or-treating during the summit from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m., both days that'll be trick-or-treating and costume contests for kids and things like that that we want to get them there you know we're hoping to do fun things and um interactive games potentially with the kids and stuff like that in the pecan orchard where it's still safe and we can encourage social distancing yet there's still games to be played and the kids can have fun and we can do it in a safe way so that being said were created the farm strong farmers market now the farm strong farmers market will be something we're going to try to do on saturdays in milledgeville um during the farmers market season anyway but this one's sort of our special edition to go with the summit because we want to get this halloween theme going we want to get people together we want to give people an opportunity and while it seems like a lot um up front $300 for a booth so everyone just you know mouth hit the floor I could hear it through the microphone but really what we're trying to do is make sure we give you the ability to advertise you guys to the community and do that and help you guys build your brands as you sign up for it so that's our promise is that we will put the social media behind the effort whatever you guys sign up for whether it's competition whether it's whatever we will put together a social media program um, just so everyone knows, you'll start seeing the social media handles for all these different events start showing up too, because we want to highlight the individuals in each piece, um, as well as together underneath the summit under one social media page. Seems like a lot to manage all that social media, but what we're trying to do is give multiple avenues for people to take interest in you guys. So that being said, 
Both days will feature a Farmstrong Farmer's Market and a microbrew showcase. Both will give the opportunity for microbreweries to sell their their microbrews to the sh- to the public. Um, we are looking at a cap, probably about you know a ten or twelve ounce cup for about five dollars, wouldn't you say? I think something about that. Yeah, and we're trying to make sure it stays at and everyone pays the same rate. It's five dollars. It makes it easy if anyone's paying cash. It makes it easy for you guys for credit cards and counting multiples and stuff like that. And I figure we'll get more people there if we set a flat rate and and sort of have it be that flat rate. So we're going to go with $5 beers or microbreweries or ciders, apple ciders, or whatever anyone brings to go into the microbrewery showcase. Um, You can do samples. You're going to have to ID. So, you know, we'll work all of that out when you get there. But that event, anyone can get a booth for the $300. And for the microbrewery, it's $600 for the booth. Um, but we're limiting the number of microbrewery entries. So if you want a booth, you should sign up because we're limiting the number. So we make sure that there's enough sales there for the microbreweries to mo- more than make up for the cost of their booth. Um, any travel that's needed, people being there, hotels, whatever. So we're trying to make sure that the way we structure this is it's a way that people can earn back their money through the event. You know, I'm really thinking, too, so for those of you who might not know, there are three college campuses in Milledgeville, and so we're thinking that this is going to be a really fun part for the college students. One of the things that, you know, through our visits to Milledgeville that we hear all the time is how they would love an opportunity to have more outdoor stuff. They'd love microbrews, and so I think they're really going to enjoy this component, and so I think this will be really fun for those students. Yeah, I think so too. And one of the things that really has happened, and this is where you never, Deborah always says you never know when you're having a good day, is the COVID forced, the COVID and the quarantine, the COVID pandemic and the quarantine we all went through forced us all to take a step back and we had to relook at the summit and we were going to do it online, but then we really wanted people to be together. So we've come up with this system and I feel this is something as entrepreneurs that we run into problems or issues, but they're actually gifts. And with this gifts, we've been able to listen to everyone and take all the feedback and people wanting farmers markets or to have their beers there or their apple ciders or their um, alcoholic seltzers, which uh, is big in Georgia and coming up, I hear, you know, and things like that or kombuchas or pies or whatever. We're giving everyone the avenue to sort of have the ability to display those products. So that's what we want to do. And we want to do it in a community to give back because obviously Milledgeville, Deborah and I are big in the Georgia community and into that community as businesses, but we're also um, into the food businesses and work with entrepreneurs on both on the podcast and professionally all over the country. So I think that that's part of what we're trying to do here is just do a giant give back. So let's talk about the first competition, which will take place on October 21st. So that'll be the Wednesday. On Wednesday during the summit, there will be a competition known as Flavor Wars. And so the Flavor Wars are going to, there's going to be different categories. There's 19 different categories. So things like barbecue sauce or condiments or cookies or pies or jerky, you know, so there's 19 different categories. areas that you can compete in and so to join this competition it's $150 with that you get a free booth and so I know you probably heard before that the booth if you get if you make it as a finalist if you make it as a finalist good qualifier and so um 
And so part of the reason for that, because the booths are normally $300, is because, you know, as part of the competition, there's obviously judges. And so they'll, you know, those people who are finalists will have to be providing samples to those judges. So we feel like to help them offset that cost, uh, they would, that might help them. Yeah, absolutely. And I think really what it comes down to is basically this, is... um, what we want to do, and, and and I wanted to add this little disclaimer, is Deborah and I have been part of the Flavor of Georgia for... Five or six years. Five or six years. So this is not to complete with the Flavor of Georgia. This is to complement it. And here's why. Let me, let's just get into the brain behind what why do Flavor Wars. So basically, it's always been a spring event, the f- Flavor of Georgia, and I hope it continues on and keeps going. But it's a Georgia-based competition for Georgia-based people. And I love it, and I will continue to support it and be a part of it if they want me to. And even if the finalist, whoever wins the categories in the Flavor of Georgia, may have the ability down the road, if we can work it out between ourselves, to get a free entry into Flavor Wars. But here's what Flavor Wars really is about, is I'm betting big time, and which is why we're doing this, that Georgia food entrepreneurs are some of the best in the world. And I'm challenging not only people in the United States, but I'm challenging people in the world to come have a throwdown <laughs> known as Flavor Wars, you know, battle for Georgia, to challenge all these Georgia food and beverage entrepreneurs on their own ground. So they're going to have home turf here. It's a home game for Georgians. And come in and try to Take the title of best Georgia food, best Georgia inspired food, best food from the Georgians, because I think it's going to be one hell of a battle and I can't wait to see it. I mean, a little side note here, there are over 750 uh, food entrepreneurs, businesses, production companies in the state of Georgia. So there's quite a few. So the competition will be stiff for sure. But we're not only playing for bragging rights. So I think bragging rights is huge. And I think... You know, what we had planned for everyone just for getting to the finalist round and the publicity and, you know, things about the podcast and being able to record it and put it out on YouTube as part of the summit, you know, we're going to give everyone a lot of exposure. So I think that's, you know, more than worth paying $150 for the exposure you can get. Um, obviously, we're going to interview anyone who, who wants to enter the contest. You have an opportunity to be on this podcast for sure, which is also why we've been holding back the last three months is trying to figure out how to handle all of this and do it right and then relaunch the podcast around a newer format because we're also going to adjust the podcast to orient more towards us being able to take a step back and look at it. But we'll get into that later. So... The, your, a free booth is not the only thing they get. No. So what just, else do they that's get? That's just for being a finalist. But for those who actually win, um, there are some pretty substantial winnings. And so there are in-kind services up to $10,000 that can be won that will help you develop your product line or your product, however that might be. Basically, innovation and commercialization of your product line and your recipes. Exactly. You know, a lot of the companies we've talked to, uh, you know, they might be little artisan companies who really just are trying to launch their business and trying to figure out how to do it. And so there are some pretty substantial opportunities to really get hands-on uh 
people who will come and help you advance your product line and get it out to the general pop population so that you can, you know, really see your brand flourish. Yeah. And I, and I think it's just so important because there's cool categories. Like it's not just, let's just make it the best in the category or let's just make it the best overall. We have cool things like the overall winner, you know, the best Georgia inspired food. This is what I'm talking about. The best Georgia inspired food wins is just as much as the overall winner. Correct. There's $10,000 in winnings towards the development of your product line for that as well. Why? Because I want to encourage you guys to come in at, from outside and try to beat Georgians at Georgia-inspired food also. So when you say Georgia-inspired food, are you talking about, is that up to open to interpretation? Can that be based on like, hey, peaches are really big in Georgia? Or, hey, a certain food is really popular from the state of Georgia? I am not going to confine creativity. Nope. Nice. Nice. I like it. I think we need to be hugely open-minded. And I like see it. what's out there. That's awesome. So, but I mean, that's a possibility. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be Georgia inspired, but it obviously, I said, your chances to, to win that prize, I say, were pretty good. There's best Halloween themed vendor food stand. That's 5K <laughs> in winnings towards a product line development. I think we're trying to encourage the whole Halloween theme, your booths, your costumes. We want to get the community we want to get kids there, kids who normally don't have the same opportunities as everyone to have the same trick-or-treating experiences that all everyone has. We're going to create it. We're going to give away candy. We're going to give away events. We're going to make this something that people look forward to, and we want you guys to all be a part of it. Like This could be a big deal in a lot of lives and, and, and be a big event for people, so we're taking it to the next level. And Actually, you guys will end up knowing this guy's name anyway, Mark Harris, who happens to be our director of special projects at Food Service Partners, loves Halloween. Loves it. And He's like a fanatic. His garage at home, I think, is filled <laughs> with every prop we need to pull this thing off because he pulls off such a Halloween spectacular every year. Right. Do you think we're going to be able to get him to part with it and let this be his project? I've already of his told house? him he's in charge of entertainment <laughs> and fun for the kids. It'll be amazing then. Yeah, we'll be will be great. But no, we have a lot of cool great people in Milledgeville that are going to help put this on. Um, you know, the Milledgeville Baldwin uh, Chamber of Commerce have, are going to help us with the summit as well as a lot of other people there in the community that, um, that are taking interest. So um, take a look at that again, Eventbrite, look up food and beverage entrepreneur summit, all the information's there. So, this one's my favorite. Well, can we, and I just wanted to leave it out there that, you know, we only touched upon a couple of the awards that will be given out, but in detail, if you go to Eventbrite, you'll be able to see the other areas where you can compete and, and, you know, prizes that we'll be giving away for your competition in Flavor Wars. Yeah. Yeah, and I encourage people in Flavor Wars. I mean, look at the categories. There's a lot of different categories. If you've been in Flavor Georgia, I encourage you guys to give this thing a shot. There's more categories for you guys. I have heard you guys. So the most important thing that I think that we have listened to as judges throughout the years or, or any time we've ever done competitions, Deborah I, or been involved in something, is we always hear why can't we display all of our products and why can't we sell to the public? Why do we only have to give away samples? So we heard you. So we that's you. why if you're a finalist, you get the $300 booth for free for the farmer's market. You get to sell your products. 
not only sample the one that's in the finalist to the judges, you get to sell your products to the public and you can sell all of your products to the public if you want to. Um, so that's sort of the difference. We're, we're trying to create it. And I really do encourage people to come up with some cool Halloween themed stuff for the kids, some cheap $1, $2 things that have to do with their food that are fun. Um, to make up that would be fun for the kids to buy for a dollar or, or or you guys give away if you want to it's up to you guys but it would be a really cool fun thing uh to do something like that so you know we're working on a lot of the events and stuff like that and as we get closer i think deborah and i'll probably try to do an update at least once a month on on some new events and things and fun games and where we are in the status of where we are with the events so flavor wars I would really, I have a lot of people out there I know in Georgia that, you know, you guys need to sign up for this thing and compete. And because I know there's people, I've, we've got barbecue companies, um, sauce companies, cookie companies coming in from other states and they're hungry for the title. So, <laughs> hungry. Just, I like the plan. Yeah, hungry there. for the title. So, take a look at it. It's pretty sweet. Um, all right, but Justin, this is my favorite then, one. Yeah, no, you're them. you tell them. You tell no, them. No, it's your favorite one? one. You tell them. Nope. Okay. You do it. So our next, there'll be one other competition, and it's the barbecue brawls. Um, I got to give it to Justin. He loves you know inventing all sorts of stuff. He came up with these uh, different competitions and their names, and I think they're super fun. Uh, so this is going to be a really cool one. So. This doesn't have a bunch of categories, but it does have a lot of different areas that you can win prizes in. So you can so you can go ahead and you can win again like best Georgia inspired food. You can have collaboration with a farmer. There's different ones where there's best in water or best in land or you know, so lots of fun categories. So you can really get your creative hat on and think about different ways that you would like to compete in the barbecue brawl. Yeah, I think, and you can enter multiple items. Again, for Flavor Wars or this, you can enter multiple items. This one for the $400, you're guaranteed the booth, you're guaranteed the sales, you're guaranteed the entry, and you're guaranteed a shot at $20,000, which is the In-kind services towards developing your brand. And so, you know, again, that booth normally was going to be, wasn't it originally? six hundred dollars normally six hundred dollars i was trying to find it in my notes and so you know it's again i mean three hundred dollars i'm sorry it's three hundred dollars is the normal booth it's four hundred dollars to enter this contest and the microbrewery uh booth is six hundred dollars there you go yep perfect so you know this will be a fun event it'll be um so should we tell them who the judges are well on it's on october 22nd is the event all day so the 21st uh, Wednesday is Flavor Wars. The 22nd will be Barbecue Brawls. So if anyone's really sure about being in both, you could put your barbecue sauce into Flavor Wars, for example, and your barbecue product, chicken, gator. I'm hoping I see some gator and some ostrich. I, that's why we put in the category best in game and exotic. There has to be someone who can kick some butt with some exotic things. Um, if you enter two barbecue items, you get to sell two barbecue items to the, the public. Here's how it works. We expect you to have very small samples for the judges. Okay? And we'll un- we'll open that door in a second. But the public will be able to buy samples. Um, well, we'll call them samples. Smaller portions for $5. So we're, we're expecting it to be somewhere between 2 and 3 ounces. 
you know, proportion, depending on what you're serving. You guys make the judge of that. And, um, and then from there, the, everyone can buy it for $5. You will sell whatever you're serving. You get to sell it to $5 per person in the public. We're encouraging the public to buy multiple samples from multiple people. And you'll be able to sell non-alcoholic beverages for $2. Um, again, the microbreweries will be selling beverages for $5. So that's sort of what we're talking about here. So why do I love this event? Because I think this is truly going to be barbecue brawls, and it's going to be the brawl for the South. I think there's people from Washington State, I know, Ohio, Pennsylvania, up into the up into uh, New England that I've been on the podcast or, or talking to that are wanting to come down and barbecue in Georgia and take on the South and take the title. So if you're a barbecue or a pitmaster or a company or a restaurant in the South, um, and you guys want to make sure the South stays the best barbecue. On the planet? <laughs> on the planet. It's coming. And that's part of the fun of the competition. That's part of the fun of having everyone taste it. We're going to have different types of barbecue from different regions, but guess who gets to be the judges? We're going to make a full circle here, folks. For both Flavor Wars and for uh, Barbecue Brawls, we've changed the way things are done a little bit. Um, in terms of judging. Normally you have a judge, a professional food, people that judge and give feedback and stuff like that. But the reality is, is if you're in the food and beverage entrepreneur business, you know the best judges in the world are what? Everybody else. <laughs> the, the, general consumer, public, the general the consumer. public. So all 600 members of the summit are the judges. Yes, that's why I said make it very small portions. Um, cause they're going to be trying a lot for the samples. You got a lot of boost to get through. They're going to try a lot. And so everyone knows once the finalists are chosen in September, um, for the flavor wars, everyone's going to get a special, uh, mystery message, um, for Halloween. That'll add a little flavor to actually make it a flavor wars. Um, so they're not only be competing with their original product, but they're going to be completing in a little bit of a subcategory that they're going to have as well for themselves to, to compete with their products within their um, categories. And same with barbecue brawls. We're going to throw in a little bit of fun of something for everyone to add into their entry uh, provided by us that'll be sort of for the public to try, but it'll just be a fun way of, of judging something and throwing a curveball and, and making it more like you're a food and beverage entrepreneur, whether it's a contest or not, there's unfair advantages and whether it's a contest or not, life throws you curveballs at the last minute. So for barbecue brawls, you won't actually know what this curveball is to the day you register and are handed a bunch of boxes to deal with. So <laughs> nothing like a curveball, nothing like a curveball, but Who knows, prepared you maybe for it'll it. end up being like your top selling product. Yeah. Top, I hope so. That'd be fun. So again, all the spaces are outdoors. If you're a food truck or or um, food trailer and you want to be displayed at the event or you want to compete at the barbecue brawl or the flavor wars, we can talk about accommodate those vehicles if you have a product that's in the contest. So um, sign up, look at the information online. Uh, thank you everyone for listening in, all the support of the podcast, all the support of the summit so far. Um, all the support we've seen with the new podcast being launched, the Centurion Leadership Battalion. Um, again, we've talked about that, that we're, we're hoping to create sort of a group of food and beverages, food and beverage entrepreneurs that are together, uh, communicate and just 
just around the same ideas. So that's one of the things we're working on. And I don't really have anything else. Do you have anything else? I'm pretty excited. So I'm rambling. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. I loved it. And um, I can't wait to see y'all. All All right. I look forward to everyone. Thank you everyone for listening in and share the podcast people or share the Instagram and Facebook posts about the event. We need to get people there. We need to be competitive. Um, It's good for business and it's good to have challenges. And this is a challenge. So everyone get there and, and thank you again for listening in.